0: This is beyond the here and now I'm your host Antonia Lal and I want to remind the audience this is the show that will take you a moment to wrap your heads around new tho- new thought literally new thinking new ideologies than the way you've been taught to think and to believe about yourself the world around you and your place in it today's topic we're going to talk about building eco-friendly sustainable safe dwellings that are out of the box. Now, why am I discussing this topic? If you will just look around you, just pull your heads out of the sand, so to speak, out of your workaday world, to just look at the world around you, we have a myriad of events that have been happening, exponentially expanding for several years. From the United States with Katrina and the wipeouts there, to Haiti, to Japan, Chile, Spain, all over the world, we've seen devastation hit. In the United States, it was talked to about for a second, not much, in recent weeks, about the flooding and throughout the Midwest. Severe floods, severe climate changes. Now, there are arguments, pro and con, about global warming and all that, and we're not going to discuss that at this show. But I will discuss that people forget that the United States was founded because when the early explorers came, they found one resource that was amazing to them. You see, by that time, Europe was prolific in building homes and cities and step beyond the villages and towns. And they had begun to build them all with wood. They came to the United States and saw saw literally forest for miles and miles as far as they could go. And they knew they needed to colonize. And the first resource shipped out of the United States was the wood, the lumber, to build more homes in Europe. And you hear about deforestation throughout the years since. It was just a couple hundred years ago in the United States. It's a state state of affairs that you'd see humans have taken advantage of Mother Earth instead of working in co-creation with Mother Earth. Everything we have on the planet is literally always there and supplied for our needs, always. But for profit margin, we tend to look past those things that were naturally existing for our benefit. We tend to go past because everybody else says, or the powers that be say, it must be square. It must look like this. We have urban sprawl. We have the suburbs. We have people that don't want to live in cookie-cutter houses. We have people that drive in from greater communities in the Los Angeles area from an hour and a half away to housing complexes. And the housing has become, in many cases, substandard as well. Beautiful-looking, aesthetically pleasing, but underneath fraught with issues and problems, and still a rape of the resources that nature has given us. And yes, we hear about them being replenished somewhere in the world, but not really. Not at the rate of its use. Not the rate to replenish or to help the destruction that we've created. So we need to learn to think outside the box and as a kid in high school, I was always attracted to Frank Lloyd Wright. For some reason, I just had to get more of information about Frank Lloyd Wright. I remember reading The Fountainhead, the book by Anne Ryan, or Ayn Rand, whatever way you pronounce it, Anne Ryan, or Anne Rand, or Ayn Rand, R A N D, The Fountainhead. It was made into a film, but the book is so much richer, so much more. Um, it was basically about the life of Frank Lloyd Wright, even though the, the main character's name is different. Because he came at the time of the turn of the century when everyone was building brilliantly eloquent, exquisite Victorian homes. The house talk before he walked up to the street, it had all kinds of pieces and parts to it and gingerbread and this and that and all this stuff and everything inside with the, all these Victorian homes. And it was the rage all over the world, these Victorian homes. They were palatial, brilliant, large grand lots of stuff and he kept saying we need to get back to nature we need a more simplistic form that feeds the soul that has a heart in fact in every home he built it was the heart of the home that was in the center he found that he would put a hearth or a fireplace that would represent the heart of the of fo- the home and it had a flow inside so that family could connect to one another not like the tiny little rooms that divided everyone in the Victorian homes that were full of elaborate cornices and all kinds of names for for, uh, its pieces and parts. But we also saw them in many devastated portions, be it earthquake, be it flood, be it tsunami. We saw them ravaged, haven't we? So at these times that I have studied and have researched because of the great earth changes that have been happening and continue to happen, and as I said, exponentially expanding each week, each week. So you would think that we would get another choice, don't you? Besides continuing to rape the Earth of her resources, wooden structures, and yes now we're starting to do and use, you know, beams that are steel, but still the sources, when the Earth herself may have a treasure. And I recall Frank Lloyd Wright had a theme. When he was commissioned to build the home as an architect and builder, he would take the resources of the material right where that house was to stand just from that area if it was indigenous to the area he would use it in the housing and then that house flowed with nature you couldn't really tell the house from the land it looked like it was made or built in nature and it was super modern so he was despised because it looked so different from everyone else's home in the Victorian era so different from the row houses that dotted in the towns that grew in manufacturing and factory back east now if we look back at those plans all those row houses would go up in flames one would go and catch fire the whole row would go down earthquake we see whole devastation of them timbers falling down even to the day in present california we have our fire area our fire season we just saw devastation throughout many areas in the united states arizona new mexico with acreage and acreage, burning and burning of those natural resources and into the homes. Now what happens is you think in our technologically advanced world that we would start to use that connection from divine as Frank Lloyd Wright obviously did. He must have connected because he thought outside of the proverbial box. And his homes were different shapes, different looks. In fact, he would have the furniture commission and design To fit the home, there are several here in the Los Angeles area that are available to be seen for the public. But they still look more modern than many of the homes that are built in the suburbs today. All with an efficiency that he knew at the turn of the century. How can that happen? Because the man was a visionary. He could see what was best for us. He was hoping the rest of the world would catch fire on this same idea. But, you know, powers that be, the money talks, and everybody likes to do the same thing. Sheeple mentality, mukau mentality, happens. So we still live in square homes, which when high winds hit, as they have been, it slams into that square wall and smashes it. When water hits, it smashes it. Do you understand? So there should be a reason why we're looking toward a better methodology of building residences for ourselves and communities. Now, these earth changes are not to scare anyone, because I believe in being prepared. Expect the best, but plan for the worst. And as I started to investigate and asked to be divinely led to safe housing, I came across the dome structures, not the geodesic domes of Buckminster Fuller, because they have angles, and those angles hit a wind. Well, those seams part, and there's a problem, and leakage, and all that good stuff. But the smooth domes, And I found there are sources that build them, and and, and they're changing in their technology because they're new to the world. And there are many methods, but I still thought the energy, even in foods that we eat, we are, Edgar Cayce talks about this, the greatest uh, prophet and clairvoyant from the last century or the 20th century. You must even eat foods that are around the area indigenous to where you grow. Why shouldn't we be in housing that is from the indigenous area where we grow? Because you understand metaphysically and spiritually, everything admits an energy, an energy. Even when you go on vacation somewhere else, it feels different because the energy is different from that place. If you're born somewhere else and move somewhere else, the energy that you're now feeling and breathing in every day is different from your original locale even though we don't see it we don't see oxygen either but remember if I hold your nose in about 10 minutes you're going to be upset but you need the oxygen to just go up through the nostrils into the brain first it actually hits the soul first then the mind then the body last but it is necessary and it has a vibratory rate and an energy sense metaphysically and spiritually but remember we're not taught that so is each and everything you do in your life and have in your life so why not with your homes Now, I'm just going to let you know that the Earth has little mountains to grow, little valleys and rivers to carve and create. And scientists have just discovered that their original thought that it happens over many eons of years, it doesn't. It happens all at one fell swoop. And then the new alignment is there for eons and years and thousands of years. Interesting, huh? So right now, Mother Earth is giving birth. She's going through birth pranks, and we see them with the geopathic stresses that we see across the planet. Everywhere else, they're having all kinds of changes. The azimuth of the sun you notice is not hitting the same place in your house. The angle of the sun is not hitting in your house the same way. Because the magnetic change in the North Pole is changing as well, creating all kinds of dynamics. This is not hearsay. This is hard and fast research. So you see the devastation hitting, and then you forget about it because you go through your workaday day world. Now what happens is you have to wrap your heads around new thinking as I said earlier for your own safety not just for your family but in community life do you understand you didn't build what you have by yourself you didn't build your house you didn't put the stove in you, did, you might have but you didn't build the stove you didn't build the sofa or your bed someone else did but as we have to work in a cohesive community It is safety in numbers. So the suburbs exist, the neighborhoods exist in the square houses that fall apart through ravages of nature. The earth is growing. She is changing. In the next few months and years, there will be great changes that we will have to rebuild from. And I want to let you open up to new thinking in what you will rebuild with. Haven't we raped the earth enough? Shouldn't we just turn to what nature has offered us And align it by connecting with brilliant ideas you think to yourself how many people invented the light bulb how many no not just one we know that Thomas Edison is credited with that the patent but there were at least five other men around the world working on the same system of lighting he even stole the filament idea from someone in France and got to the patent office first God creator of the divine universe gives a concept or an idea to several hoping that through their intellect and instrument and the connection to the divine that they bring it out to the rest of all of us for the world's benefit it's time we look as far as safe dwellings into the same thought and thinking it's time to change from the square boxes you might want to look into the domes this is beyond the here and now i'm your host antonia lal and we'll be back In just a moment.
1: Because music fans deserve better. 92.5 KYHY. The Y. The Y.
2: Hi, NBA Four, Kevin Durant from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Here with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck to remind you to get moving every day. Because when you get moving an hour a day... You'll have more energy to do the things you like to do. And that's a slam dunk. Whether you like to shoot hoops like me, skateboard, ride a bike... Or dance on your roof... Be a player. Get up, play, and move it your way. Head online to get tips on great ways to get moving every day. Check out how to be a player at letsmove.gov. A message from the Ag Council and HHS.
3: Hands can do
1: incredible things. They made every sound in this piece of music. But nothing compares to using them to help save a life. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. It's called Hands Only CPR, and it's recommended by the American Heart Association. Visit handsonlycpr.org today. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council.
4: The Ruger LCP. It's there when and where you need it. The LCP is compact. At just 5.16 inches in overall length, and under 1 inch in width, it comes with a finger grip extension floor plate for added comfort and grip, and has fixed front and rear sights. The LCP is chambered in reliable and effective 380 auto, and is easy to accessorize. The LCP, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LCP at Ruger.com slash LCP.
1: For 10 years now, the Indie Bible has helped thousands of independent artists gain more exposure for their music. The 10th edition features 4,200 publications that will review independent music and 3,400 radio stations that will play independent songs. It also includes hundreds of labels, distributors, and digital download sites. Over 9,000 contacts in all included are 50 helpful articles written by music industry experts. The Indie Bible shows musicians where they can get their music reviewed, their songs played, and their CDs sold. For details and to order online. Visit www.ndbible.com. Replay your music. Even if it sucks, hey, we don't have to like it to play it. But be prepared, we might talk a little smack. Oh, f. This is Burbank Radio, number one, by default. We are Burbank, California, 92.5 KYHY, the Y.
0: And we're back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lal. And today's topic, we were talking about safe dwellings and thinking outside the box. And I'm very honored and happy to have my guest today, Ian Lodge, who's the site director for Cal Earth Dome Homes. Thank you, Ian, for being with us today. Pleasure to be here. Now it's interesting, Ian, because I asked to be guided with the material that I offer for myself and my own life and for the clients as well, and for the show, with the audience. And I kept finding the opportunity for dome homes just in this year, but I knew there was something inherently wrong with what we were doing mm-hmm. <laughs> because they were coming down rather quickly. Yeah. And um, for safe dwellings, I knew about the geopathic stresses I had studied for many, many years back and to know it's not just a fallacy. It's something we must face and we can see it all around us. Mm-hmm. And I still wanted the world to continue, but with a new chance at life. So Cal Earth, as it's called, dome homes, are quite different from the normal dome structures.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And just to let people know, um, with domes, can you tell us a little bit about how they fare in kind of disastrous uh, situations of high winds or?
5: Um, Well, I think it's widely understood that they fare very well. Mm -hmm. Um, One particular uh, photograph comes to mind. It was Nautica Lily's. He was digging around after a big earthquake in Tabas Mm -hmm. in Iran when Mm -hmm. he was doing his research for this work. Mm -hmm. And he went to town, and most of the buildings were... It was just rubble, uh, as as you've seen after earthquakes. Yes. And then he spotted this dome. It was just sat there amidst all of this rubble. And uh, there's a reason for that, that Mm -hmm. engineers understand. The way that the domes distribute the load Mm -hmm. is such that there isn't one particular concentrated load i see there's no spot that's any more important than the whole than than the rest of the
0: it's not one load-bearing point that's right i see
5: and so they tend to sort of float and it's almost like turning your cereal bowl upside down really and if you shake the table your breakfast table and you've got the bowl upside down yes then the thing will just slide, slide as one. But as soon as it's the other way up, it's more top heavy. Yes. So there's many, many reasons why domes fare well with whatever the stresses, be it geo stresses or wind loads, yes. Or, you know.
0: What I, I was now you mentioned Khalili, and that is the architect, uh, the engineer that found the process of building these earth domes. Yeah. That, okay. Now, with the Earth Dome, uh, after I've seen the can you? D- he was doing normal architecture before then or engineering mm-hmm. before?
5: Yeah, he came to California, um, I don't know what year, but mm-hmm. in the early 70s he had a thriving architecture firm mm-hmm. and he was doing work at Los Angeles Airport. He was doing high-rise work.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: He'd sort of utterly embraced the modern Yes. Coming from the East and oh, the new. With his trajectory to the West. Mm-hmm. He studied here. I think he went to Berkeley, did a lot of architecture studying, became a technical expert. Uh-huh. And then uh, at some point, sort of midway through his life, he, he had a shift really mm. in his heart Yes, where he decided that uh, the work that he'd been doing was, was not really doing anything. For other people, Mm -hmm. (coughs) and that that shift sort of led him to close his offices Mm -hmm. and go on a bit of a journey. Yes, and that journey led him to study these age-old architecture types, the curvilinear stuff that you're picking up on. Yes, domes is one. Yes, one sort of derivative, but it's really the arch. that's the alpha principle of the whole thing. That's right. Mm So he started to do his homework, and he found um, that structures did well mm-hmm. if they had curvilinear uh, architecture rather than rectilinear. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. so he, he sort of he, he attempted to bring that back yes. <clears throat> to the West, yes, um, and in fact to California, where he felt that because the media. Uh, sort of center was so powerful here yes the sort of the voice of the planet yes instead of trying to change one village at a time yes if he brought that that knowledge back to the modern world ah. and set up a center in california mm-hmm. that from from that platform his work would likely have more impact uh, hmm. than it would had he continued to just sort of Wander
0: around. So he was at the media center, the media mecca of the world, so to speak, in Los Angeles area. Yeah. And I, my hope was when finding it, I looked through the website, I wanted more people. I was just in, in, impassioned at the moment I saw it. I realized something on a, a soul level resonated that I knew this was the way to go.
3: Right.
0: Even though I also saw other domes that people were welcome to build and their choices. But I knew when you have nothing, This offers you the opportunity to have housing that is structurally safe and sound. And I hope that it would be inspiring to people to build it in communities of this nature, of this sort.
5: Right. Well, yes, I I think that you're touching on a few things. Safety, Mm -hmm. cost. Yes. um, And... Community yes. you mentioned, the last one there. Yes. That's a, that's a big one. Yes. And uh, it so happens that this work has a material cost mm-hmm. that's so low
3: mm-hmm.
5: that one wonders why we're not just doing this en masse. Yes. Well, one of the things that we face in the developed world, as you know, is is labor costs. Yes. So with our work one of the largest inputs is labor. Mhm. And therefore, if we approach housing in a more community oriented spirit thank you then that relatively large input of labor mm-hmm. is shared by the community yes and i've talked with many apprentices and students about the idea of a sweat equity co-op
0: yes
5: and the idea then is that let's say that there are half a do- half a dozen of us who want a, a home and we realize that to pay for labor for that home would need twenty thousand dollars, say. Yes, I've, I've done a house where the labor was twenty thousand mm. um, dollars, and many people don't have that. Mm-hmm. And, and so, although that number is arbitrary, yes. the point is that it's still significant. If that same six people said, "Look, these homes take," oh, One to two months to build. Mm -hmm. There are six of us. Mm -hmm. Let's take uh, 12 months. Let's take 18 months and build each of our homes using our own labor. Yes. And they make an agreement that's that's fair and it's sustainable and reasonable. Mm -hmm. And each person has their home built by the rest of the team, Mm
3: -hmm.
5: taking out the labor costs then the home, the real cost of the homes are. Well, I'm going to reference the cliche. All right. Uh, uh,
0: dirt cheap. <laughs> that was very good, Ian. Yeah. Sense <laughs> of humor is a sign of intellect. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> so,
5: the cost of the homes are extremely low in terms of materials. Yes. And if we can just work together more as as human beings then the labor is handled Mm -hmm. and we do have a home that uses natural materials Uh and feels good to be inside and will last so very long
0: and that's with six people building their own dwelling
5: yeah six is a good number six or seven
0: okay now i'm going to ask since you've been with cal earth for several years now the cost of an average home and the square footage on that home in finished product, the cost that you find mm. uh, what would that the average person be looking at?
5: Well, because this work is still new, yes, um, the truth is that we don't have averages. Um, I built a house in Senegal
3: mm-hmm.
5: a house in Mexico, uh. and one in Joshua tree in California, yes. Here. yes, and the costs were couldn't have been any more different. Uh, And the designs also were different. Yes. So, honestly, it's very difficult to answer that, but I'll just say this. If the primary building material is earth, yes, and it's earth that's right there on the site, on the site, so you don't have to move it,
0: yes, how.
5: Much can that house cost?
0: <laughs> you own the land, or someone owns the land, and you're yeah. using the the dirt and the earth from the land to build the structure. Mm-hmm. Now, um, just for a ballpark, are we talking? I know the dome structures; they can build one dome with shotcrete and rebar for approximately ten, for twelve hundred square feet for ten thousand dollars. Really. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. However, with labor and the cost of your own land, and just using the dirt, and just using the supplies and the 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 architectural layouts, mm-hmm. it should be even Less than that, and Mm -hmm. probably rather rapidly, if you only had six people, or if you had a crew of 20, it would Mm -hmm. be much faster.
3: Yeah,
5: sure. Well, um, I've looked at one of our homes quite a lot. It's called the Eco Dome. Okay. And uh, it's a 400-square-foot, very efficient little structure. Uh Ah. It has a main space that's uh, 15-foot diameter. Wow. And then uh, it has four little... Pods, pods that connect to it in architecture. They call that apses. Okay. So it has four apses that touch the main space. One is an entrance. One is a sleeping or bedroom, or Nada called it a bed womb.
0: Oh wow! And
5: uh, one's a kitchen and one's a bathroom, and uh, that house, in uh, material costs, is two to three thousand dollars. And some of that are costs that are required depending on where you build it. Yes. Because there are, of course, many building regulations. Oh, yes. And when you uh, have to navigate that, some uh, jurisdictions mandate the use of cement.
3: Ah, uh, I see. And although
5: for our footing <coughs> um, the c- no, the For footing or...? No, well, for all sorts of things. Oh, okay. Um, but although our work was was tested mm-hmm. and was... Um, approved. It uh. w- was approved, and one of the structures, two of the structures that were tested had no cement whatsoever. Oh, wow. Um, the building department still, it's new for them. And so w- w- we're sort of at a situation now where it, there's a requirement, at, at least in this jurisdiction where we are, yes. to use some cement. And I think the building department, that they're, they're getting more comfortable with it, but it, it's insurance for them. I they, see. They don't want to have no, no cement. Oh. And so cement costs money. Yes. And, and that's one of the reasons why there's a cost associated with the building at all.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. oh, wow.
5: Yeah. And then uh, another cost is bags. We put, we pack the earth into sandbags. Uh huh. Um, and they can be individual sandbags. Or
0: the long tube. Or a
5: long
3: tube.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, and when the work began, Nada realized that all around the world he found that f- food was transported oh, and stored in these small goodness. bags. Yes. These rice bags yes. or grain bags. Yes. Some of them are plastic. Right. some of them are natural. Right. It doesn't matter. In the early days of Cal Earth all kinds of different bags were attempted yes. in, in order to contain the earth. Yes. Because in order to stack the earth and create the geometry that we use, mm-hmm. you need some sort of containment yes. of the earth. And so that's ah. another cost. Where do you get that containment from? Material from? Yeah, where do you get the material from? And not used to say that you could you know use women's saris you could wow, use old cloth clothes yes cloth bags really we're going to do um, an experiment in our next research and development uh, quarter in the autumn using grocery bags because one of the problems in the world is this terrific amount of yes. plastic grocery bags yes. we're wondering if we could if they have enough tensile strength yes. to, to contain the earth and and, and use them those. as a building exactly point.
0: I can't believe it. I have uh, yards and yards of yards of brilliant fabric, and I didn't know why I was keeping them, but I knew that they would need it, be needed through this process. I mean hundreds in my home, uh-huh. all beautifully stacked. And I thought, uh-huh. oh, you mean I can, if I'm down to the wire, uh-huh. I could... Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. Yes. Ah, oh, that's amazing.
5: Yeah.
0: We're going to pause for a little break. This is Beyond the Here and Now. And we're talking today about building safe dwellings, actually the Earth Dome. Uh, and we're here with my in-studio guest. His name is Ian Lodge with CalEarth.org, but we're going to be back with you in just a moment.
1: Are you tired of those radio stations in this city that claim Los Angeles? Yeah. F them. You
4: know, you really need to calm down.
1: This is Burbank Radio, number one by default. We are Burbank, California, 92.5 KYHY, the Y.
0: My name is Meera Batra, and this is How I Live United. Many families have come to America for a better life. I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to see opportunities available. We help them get involved with their kids' schools and network within the community. My name is Meera Batra. I help families see opportunity and succeed. I don't just wear the shirt, I live it.
1: Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hello, car of teenagers. If you don't mind, I'm only going to broadcast this out of the speaker on the passenger side so we can talk in private. Okay, now that we're alone, what's with your friend's driving? Is he always this reckless? You should say something, something witty. Uh, Make a joke about the airbag or something. Hearses are funny, too. You could make a joke about hearses. Uh, driver, just so you know, we're totally not talking about you. He suspects nothing. Brought to you by the Ad Council and speak or else.com. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in smoky bear. Continue. I was burning yard waste. He told me to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. You know, 9 out
4: of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented.
1: I know that now. Thanks to me. Actually... Thanks to Smokey.
4: Get your Smokey on. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning
1: regulations.
4: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Learn more at smokybear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires.
2: Hi, NBA forward, Kevin Durant from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Here with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Doug to remind you to get moving every day. Because when you get moving an hour a day, you'll have more energy to do the things you like to do. And that's a slam dunk. Whether you like to shoot hoops like me, skateboard, ride a bike, or dance on your roof. Be a player. Get up, play, and move it your way. Head online to get tips on great ways to get moving every day. Check out how to be a player at letsmove.gov. A message from the Ag Council and HHS.
4: The Ruger LCP. It's there when and where you need it. The LCP is compact, at just 5.16 inches in overall length, and under 1 inch in width. It comes with a finger grip extension floor plate for added comfort and grip, and has fixed front and rear sights. The LCP is chambered in reliable and effective 380 auto, and is easy to accessorize. The LCP, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LCP at Ruger.com slash LCP.
1: Simply number one. By default. 92.5 KYHY. The Y. Breer Bank Community Radio.
0: And we're back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here and Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau. And you can find more about me and my guest at www.inthesecretgarden.com. That's www.inthesecretgarden.com. Now, I want to let you know that we're here with my in-studio guests. I'm very happy to have Ian Lodge. He's the site director for Cal Earth Dome Homes. And he's been describing the process of safe dwellings that are super cost efficient and community oriented because you help the other person with the labor. And these are substantially tested. You can find his link on my website. But, Ian, I was in shock on the break about how easily when you said we could even take old clothes and make them into sacks and put the the earth from around the area and build them into the structure of these particular domes.
5: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: How cost-effective is that?
5: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get much better.
3: Oh,
0: my God. So in the midst of this, I want people to understand it's not to frighten people, to scare people. It's to give them brilliant options to work through the changes on the planet. When she is growing growing and going through her birth pangs, we need to just be flexible enough to take on new modalities of thinking and ideas. We're industrious of humans. We've been through all kinds of changes. We need to, when Noah was building the ark, so to speak, in his area, it flooded. At the time, scientists note that in other parts of the world, they had conditions of fl- of, of not just flood, but fire and volcanic issues and, and all kinds of things. Yeah. The Earth has done this kind of change 82 times in Earth's history and magnetic change 121 times at least. Mm. So it's her normal progression as a planetary soul. Right. What I like about your... Um, your curvilinear structures, or structures with curve, instead of the rectilinear structures, is because I know metaphysically the curved structure emits a brilliant energy of right brain energy. It combines and balances left and right brain energy on the planet. Any time we're in a curved room and you call the apices the womb room, instead of a bedroom, it was a womb room, Mm -hmm. because I know that rounded curve emits a brilliant energy that is unlike any energy when we're in a square rectangular room. So the dome house the earth dome with Cal earth domes has this process of bringing that energy to us keeping us safe at such a cost-efficient level that we cannot complain we have to have more people and you train at the facility is yes
5: we do yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well I think you, you know you're picking up on that there's a lot uh, there's a lot of characteristics yes that, that curvilinear architecture has and um, from a structural standpoint, yes. Um, but from an efficiency standpoint, also, yes. You know, you can take um, just to pick on one little example here. We could take uh, a length of, um, or a length of rope. It's mm-hmm. a hundred feet long. Okay. Right, imagine a hundred foot long piece of rope, and we could make a square perimeter yes. with that hundred foot length and then we'll get a particular area mm-hmm. it'll enclose a certain area if we take the same 100 foot rope and we make a circle out of it
0: it expands the amount of space
5: guess what you get more area <laughs> it's just natural duh <laughs> and that's only on one plane if yes. you do the same through uh, in 3d yes then the vault it's the greatest way to create volume uh, and uh, one of uh, our architect, Narda Khalili's favorite, favorite little phrases was, um, maximum space, yes. minimum materials. Uh. <laughs> so th- there is something about yes. curves and about circles. Yes. Um, from a structural point of view, as I say, from an efficiency point of view. Yes. Um, and uh, I've lost my track of thought. I well, I saying. just
0: want to ask while you're on that thought, how large can the earth dome be made?
5: um I, I think it could be made as large that there's no limit to how large are we talking it about
0: gymnasium it. or school size or well stadium size
5: It's funny this is one of the big questions that we get <laughs> and, I, and i have to laugh and just back up from it a little bit okay. um it, conceptually there's no reason why you couldn't have a enormous thunder dome. right okay good but as a builder <laughs> Um, and using the materials that we have at the moment yes. available, it's not practical to build an enormous Very structure. Good. Okay. Um, and if you were going to desire to have a, a huge sort of, say, a, a, some eco community needed a really yes. large space to yes. gather, yes. then I would suggest you you do it in straw bale or something, okay. something like that. And then you don't have this enormous mass up above you. Right. And uh, there are many reasons that I think are beyond the scope of our, our talk today okay. to, that, that uh, pertain to why you wouldn't want to go large. But we've had engineering done okay. for up to 22-foot diameter. Perfect. And that's a pretty large <laughs> space. That
0: is. Okay, and, if, and what I like is you talked about the ABCs. Either they're attached to the main domes or also I would see or vision, uh, my vision, it is the communities that have several of these domes that could mm-hmm. be connected. Um, with curvilinear architecture as well. Yeah. And I believe on your website at calearth.org, right. you show gallery of pictures that show these as well mm-hmm. with different characteristics all their own, all custom
3: right.
0: um, to the particular person or building the, the piece.
3: Yeah.
0: But for communities, uh, I remember seeing as I was looking at the domes, the prefab domes uh, were done in Japan, and they had several, like 500 in a community and they show them in their community experimental community but they cost at least 40 to more thousand 40 mm. or more thousand US dollars mm. and that's quite high when you, you see we're in a financial crunch right but with manpower sweat, et, et, bleh, sweat equity uh-huh oh my goodness with the earth around you that you already have on the land yeah there's no there's no we could have several homes
3: yeah
0: it with the amount of labor force i want to remind the audience that Again, a family of just 10 or 5 or 15 is not going to really last through the changes. It has to be of a community base of at least 100 people, if not up to 500 or 1,000, no more than that at that time. But those groups can work cohesively together mm-hmm. to co-create that dwelling that's safe in areas that they feel or deem that would be safe.
3: Yeah.
0: So in this fact, um, how can I say it? Uh, the structure of the dome, you talked to us, of six people, seven uh, or seven, yeah. could actually build it effectively in a matter of a month or two, you said?
5: Well, yes, yes. It depends on the square footage. Um, my last uh, project that I did personally yes. was an 800-square-foot home mm-hmm. that we did in 10 weeks, and uh, it was seven. Seven people. Seven people. What,
0: what part of the country?
5: It's in Joshua Tree.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Now inside, uh, it looks beautiful as well inside because when you finish with the foundation of the earth bag, or that either is in the linear long form or then separate bags, right. it's covered inside with what material and outside with what material?
5: Um, we Nada was Nada Kalili again was looking for a, a simple way to move this work forward. Yes. And um, I, I, I back up and, and say that to contextualize your question a little yes, bit. Please. Because, in fact, when you're plastering or rendering a structure, there are so many different ways to do it. I see. And there's a world of natural plasters out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Everything from sort of horse manure yes. mixed with clay yes. and straw yes. to really sort of... Bizarre stuff like blood and you right. know, fat and Whatever's necessary. soap and sugars wow. and all kinds of things. So there's a world okay. th- that is called natural plastering. Yes. But uh, um, to get back to NADA and Cal Earth, one of the things that NADA was trying to do was find a way that, to keep this work accessible yes. to everyone. Yes. To, to, to not have it be specialty work yes. and, and, and re-empower people. And so, in fact, what we put inside those bags or yes. those tubes is yes. what we put on the on the bag. What we put in is what we put on. Perfect. We just make it a little wetter. Yeah. So if you were Some to go out to our um, facility, San yeah San Bernardino site, uh-huh. you'd see uh, that it's this earth that looks worthless. To the untrained eye. Huh. It just looks worthless. But it has six to ten percent clay in it. Really? And that clay is a binder. It holds those particles together. So although that's what we put in the bag, yes. we also put that on the bag and you just make it a little wetter. And then you Like you, a slurry. Slurry. And you just rub it over. With
0: over your the hands. With your hands. Which is an energy like Adobe style in, in New mm-hmm. Mexico.
3: Yeah. And oh, that yeah. is
0: an energy. Yeah. that's still emitted through the structure that yeah. still stays my goodness
5: yeah yeah it's great fun place
0: <laughs> very good now I have to ask <clears throat> with the training classes what would a person be looking for in the San Bernardino area where Cal Earth um, is located
5: well actually although that's that's our locale mm-hmm. I would say more than half of the folks who come to study with us are from overseas.
0: Over the, all over the world? Yeah,
5: all over the world. Well,
0: we're last in the, this country to recognize the need for safety.
5: Huh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so we'll have a very eclectic group, we'll have re, lots of really young people, lots of older older folks who, who've who lived a little yes. and have decided that this they want to align themselves more with natural living. Yes, and, and eco-friendly so, life. Eco-friendly lifestyles. So we'll have a whole range of ages and a whole range of nationalities uh, and interests vary from just look i don't have the money to build my own home
0: exactly
3: this
5: makes sense monetarily Right. to people who really care and get the whole larger issue of there being a scarcity of materials exactly and and, and being a little bit more sensible with the, the resources of our planet exactly so i have people with different kinds of reasons for coming to study with us, but the truth is that uh, they all get uh, what they need.
0: Exactly. Okay, and the the time frame for the class for each person, approximately?
5: Um, The classes are intensive workshops, Yes. and when we say intensive, we're not kidding. It's intensive, 10, 12-hour days, Um, and the standard workshop is about a week long.
0: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Easy to do. Mm-hmm. That's the way to take a vacation.
5: Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> it's interesting also because I'm uh, familiar with the Findhorn community that is in Scotland. Oh, yes. And they have always been doing eco-housing, or, um, but their belief is to work within nature and using the cosmos and the divine laws of natural laws and universal laws mm. to make a community. And it started with a man in a caravan on the beach with his uh, two friends. Mm. Uh, man and his wife and a friend yeah. um, but that development is now 50 some structures right. but they offer um, uh, like I said a course where you go and it's to help you to build eco communities just the inner workings of humans they have a school a university right. they own the hotel on site now but they have offerings for eco housing I'm, I'm hoping that Cal Earth will get in touch with Finhorn if not I'm going to try to make the association myself mm. yeah. but one week of experiential week is every year at the Finhorn community for $600, but I would love them to go to Finhorn to learn how to build community, then come to Cal Earth and learn how to build the actual structure Mm -hmm. to build the eco-community housing that is necessary for these major changes that are happening on the planet and in a rapid place. We don't have 10 years. We have months and it's important to utilize the the time we do have to do it wisely, have the knowledge to rebuild after all these changes and events are happening. Mm-hmm. But I want the more of the how say those that are aware and that those that choose mm-hmm. to have this option with calearth.org. We're going to be back in just a moment.
1: The illustrious city of Burbank. Movie Studios, The Media Center, and now 92.5 The Y radio that finally makes sense. For 10 years now, the Indie Bible has helped thousands of independent artists gain more exposure for their music. The 10th edition features 4,200 publications that will review independent music and 3,400 radio stations that will play independent songs. It also includes hundreds of labels, distributors, and digital download sites. Over 9,000 contacts in all included are 50 helpful articles written by music industry experts. The Indie Bible shows musicians where they can get their music reviewed, their songs played, and their CDs sold for details and to order online. Visit www.ndbible.com. Are you played by foreclosure? We're well, here at Jim Ladd and Matey, we can stop your foreclosure now. We're a Mortgage Rescue Company, and for the small fee of everything you hold dear, we will negotiate with your lender on your behalf. Call Jim Ladd and Matey at one 800 yar 1-800-YAR-YAR. That's one 800 yar yar
0: If you're facing foreclosure, talk to the right people. Speak with HUD-approved housing counselors free of charge at 888-995-HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. Looking for great
1: deals on apparel? Visit OnlineSalesMart.com. Currently, we have authentic Armani Designer sunglasses at $100 or more off original price. Novelty neckties of all types for under $10, necktie sets at discounted prices, and high-quality and genuine leather dress shoes, wallets, handbags, briefcases, and more or less. Visit www.OnlineSalesMart.com. All major credit cards are accepted and all orders are shipped on the double. Once again, that's OnlineSalesMart.com.
4: Ruger SR22 rifle, the coolest 22LR ever. The SR22 rifle features the legendary and reliable Ruger rotary magazine and fires inexpensive 22 caliber ammunition with AR style ergonomics, built-in Picatinny rail, a precision rifled, cold hammer forged barrel, and round mid length handguard. The SR22 rifle, another innovative American made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger SR22 rifle at Ruger.com/sr22.
1: Because music fans deserve better. 92.5 K-Y-H-Y. The Y. Why. The why.
0: And we're back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here and Now. Now, uh, we've been happily discussing in between break. I've been on, on fire about this one because I do uh, know and I am very aware and confirm that these needs for safe dwelling and housing is upon us. And that's the entire world. It takes just one person that will work outside the box. We have, as my in-studio guest, doing so, Ian Lodge, who found seven years ago when he started to work with Nadir, is it Nadir Khalili, mm-hmm. who was the engineer and architect for the Earth domes, uh, that Ian you started to work with, and as the site director uh, at CalEarth.org, with the classes you said they're a week long for people to learn the process. It's right. an intensive process, but then they'll learn how to do so wherever they are in the world.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have one-week classes and we have um, long-term apprenticeships. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the one-week classes are geared towards somebody who perhaps is working and um, uh, or still needs to work but can eke out uh, some time in their life yes. to, to come and, and get up to speed on how to build their own home. So we've distilled all of the knowledge of the last 20 years down to this really sort of high impact one week workshop yes and it does work um we've had countless people come <laughs> and go off and every once in a while you know we'll, little photo will drop into the inbox and you say oh my god i remember that guy
0: they did and it's it. a
5: double eco dorm in portugal or something oh, wow. for instance was oh. you know it's of, a
0: pride, a sense of pride that you've inspired someone else to complete the work or manifest the work.
5: Yeah, it's great stuff. It really is. <clears throat> it's an honor and it's a privilege to be to be at Cal Earth, to have worked with NADA,
0: yes.
5: and um, to continue to
0: Extend his, hold the
5: fire and yes. keep, keep it going.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm telling the people it is serious, but at this point of the show, this is my time to share back with you, if I may, for uh, as a thank you for coming on the show as my guest. Um As a professional psychic, Mm. I will be allowing you a mini-question, so to speak, a mini-reading on the air. And we're going to cover one question that's important to you, Ian, about life itself, whatever subject matter you want. It'll be a specific question. I'll help you phrase it if you'd like. But while you're thinking of that question, I'd like to let the audience know, as a professional psychic, I am psychic, clairvoyant, clairaudient. That means that I see and I hear. I only use Tarot, astrology, numerology, palmistry, graphology, solely as a third point of reference only. Because I happen to be the biggest skeptic myself in the entire world, and I think it's a good stance. There's a lot of garbage out there. However, I've been psychic mm. since I was very young, and I figured God and the universe would not give a little child this kind of a gift for nothing. But I knew it must be utilized responsibly, by learning it only from the right sources and never the wrong. We're all psychic to a varying degree, but that's based on past life in between and this life. But that's not good enough. I believe it must continue. And so my proficiency is important because these are people's lives. So years ago, I wanted more proof. And so I kept demanding from the universe, even though a voracious study uh, was not enough for me. I, nope, prove it. So long ago, it began to happen. On top of all this, Ian, I literally see and hear your own guide, no kidding, your own guardian angel. It's mm-hmm. not a love when a friend or relative passed over. They're different. They stay on the left side of you as close as they come to visit. It's a highly evolved soul you chose between you and the divine prior to your birth. Then they know your agenda, your life path. They have a completed Earth School 101. They've graduated with honors, and they're dedicating their time and essence to your life path. They're around 24-7, always at the right, or directly behind us when we're in a good mood. I found through the years that they come, and they, I'm just a good message bearer. They're going to tell me the answer to your specific question, and all about it. And you have free will to apply the information, Ian, in your life, or not. I've done over 50,000 readings in my life. I stopped counting in 2002. I have clients that are celebrities, doctors, lawyers, um, vice presidents, presidents of major corporations that stay with me for many years. The skeptics are my clients that stay for those long <laughs> years. Wow. They stay forever. That's <laughs> so I would just suggest you're in good hands. So your question for me today would be?
5: Um, how do I... Uh address um, and attempt to heal the low back pain that I oh, have
0: excellent I'm going to ask if you rephrase this will you be successful in healing the low back pain that you now have
3: yeah
0: will you be successful in overcoming that right I want you not to ask ask it to me and nonverbally in your mind you're going to ask it in your own way with love and respect to the divine universe God creator source force all there is mm. your guide think it to them will you be successful uncross hands and ankles Ian that slot right. the energy Will you be successful in, th- in the short term here you're in overcoming this particular low back issue and pain? Please say stop shuffling whenever your heart says stop. Sorry? Please say stop shuffling when you'd like me to stop ah. after you d- address nonverbally non the question. Just say stop shuffling when your heart says it's best to stop. If you all have got the answer to the question you'd like. okay to stop it is always at the right time remember this is only a third point of reference for me they will literally put me in your body I'll see it and feel it through your eyes okay I will also I can I say it they'll pull me out I'll see you in the scene objectively and you have free will to apply it and these are the main areas of human life that we cover now as I lay them out it does show me first of all when there's low back energy uh, inf- it's low back correct mm-hmm. okay yeah. low back is issues about finances and money okay it's important when we have issues about not enough um, it tends to stimulate itself here. Okay? So that's one of the spiritual, metaphysical meanings for it. Right. The other is the way we squat and use not our knees and not our low back when we move around. Sometimes we do things inefficiently, ergonomically inefficiently, especially right. with you working with the rammed earth, you're bent over. Mm. But your need to squat is going to be need and unnecessary. Even if you're genetically predisposed to issues in your family with the low back it doesn't matter you can clear everything to 100 percent on the planet every right. health issue yeah. it yeah. shows me on the pathway you're headed i'm shocked the answer is yes you are mm-hmm. now they said there are several sorted m- modalities assorted and they want you to understand the spiritual level that you have enough finances to get everything in abundance the way you need always yeah and that covers it and helps the mental picture calm it down mm-hmm. to help. They said it's inflamed in this area and I see the various vertebraes it looks like the cushioning is lost in between okay and some of the vertebrae are bone on bone it feels like it looks and feels like alright and I'm not sure if you've been to a chiropractor or had an MRI to look or see um, I would always suggest something other than western medicine I'm not into western medicine yeah. but between acupuncture puncture to open the healing modality um, is a possibility, but they show me here it's a structure of what you're eating. Now I am um, a raw vegetarian. At this time, I have been vegetarian most of my uh, a lot of my life, most of it. But sometimes there's a need for the cartilaginous material of animal to rebuild it, and the Russians use a system that's very simple of um, the bones that are left from animals or whatever. We boil them. And we ask, like the Native Americans would, that this be access for this ability, no part, you know, thrown away. Right. And that cartilaginous or uh, what it, gelatinous material on top should be taken one tablespoon a day, three times a day, actually. One, three times a day. And in one month, it rebuilds the, the cushion in between.
3: Hmm.
0: The other is the structure and the muscles of the back and the needing to work out the kinks to let the, um, the energy flow through. Yeah. So the lower body work, but being guided to another practitioner. It shows me a male gentleman you tried. It could have used acupuncture that perhaps didn't work or a system of probes, it shows me. But there's another gentleman you haven't met yet. Between now and the next three weeks, you're going to meet. He has earth sign dominant in his birth chart, Sun, Moon, Arising in Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. is efficient and skilled with this process. Hmm. All you need is to gain to the right practitioner. It does show me part of it is this, I'm going to be honest here. It shows me that underneath all this is this need to this lack of feeling fulfilled in the life. Okay. We can't just work. We can't just be left brain. We have to have the quality of both. We have to have the balance in life. That personal opportunity shows me the disappointment over love or love relationships is strong here. And on this issue of the low back, okay? Mm. So it could have initiated severe issue and trauma when at that time, keep on cross when at that time there was some personal issue at the same time. Right. So that, that has to be cleared. Know that there was no mistake in the process. Forgive the other person and yourself. They didn't know better. And you're supposed to glean that knowledge. What did you learn from that association to help alleviate the pain on the mental level? You got it? So in all three modalities, holistically, mind, body, and soul, you're working to achieve this modicum. But it shows here, the answer is yes. It shows me you worry way too much about everything, okay? I can tell you that you either have Gemini or Virgo, and strong in the birth chart, we'll look later after, show, after the show, and it will show me that ultimately, you tear things apart. You analyze and worry it to death. That's left brain, too dominant. Where's the balance to bring right brain up to match it? And it shows me the divine has been trying to give you input in your sleep and dreams, and you've been blocking it all the cogs and wheels are the left brain blocking it it is not made to deduce solutions that comes from right brain and higher self for you I'm going to carry this off the air to complete it but I want to wish the audience all the best